taken care of on his birthday. That seems uh, true. That's true. Although I think, uh, I think things are uh, in, the, in the process. The word, uh, you know, I think the word is up. I think that the majority of things that they do is about the murder. I think the murder is just really complicated. Things actually go over there. Fair enough. Uh, uh, so, you know, I was going to know that people are excited by that kind of thing. Like, that is not usually the case with you and I turned up to be trying to games for years and years, decades even. And uh, on the, the, you know, the day we do our you know, 20th Super Bowl, we're informed that the game is over, right? Right? That's normally how it happens. I'm doing, I'm doing you one better. I'm letting you know ahead of time that the Dave Becker uh, co hosting experiment uh, will be interesting. There are the younger girls looking more talented. It's, it's a big move on your part because destroy the curve that, uh, you know, we're through. So it's, it's part, it's part of.
responding to my guests. Mark, get their books in a row so they can reopen our open up the train camps and get the season underway. But uh, not only we've got a couple of teams that push back their rookie report dates, I mean, not to the reason why, but I think we all know the reason why because we don't really have the protocol order. And now we have players, and I mean, Players in the pantheon of today's NFL, J.J. Watt, Russell Wilson, who have expressed their uh, concern. Um, you know, those guys are, to your point, icons. Yes, in the National Football League, right? Totally non controversial, right? Completely on the side of 95% of the NFL, even public, right? The only problems that anyone's ever had with either of them have come from me, really. I had a problem with changing lives for a while, but I was a little bit of a phony teacher. And I don't know if you were going for it. And it busted me off that, no doubt. But I'm changing. I'm changing on that. That's the truth. And Russell Wilson, I've always completely admired as a player, as a human, too, to tell the truth. In fact, it's just hard for me to truly embrace it because he represents. Um, you know, the sorting of so many of my dreams, right? My team. Uh, and he's sort of like, uh, he's sort of like I am with uh, the Washington uh, Dukes football club. The DC Dukes. The Redfield Dukes football club. For a lot of reasons, any better name to call them at this point. Lady Antebellum. I've always said, uh, yeah, I have always said that um, when, uh, uh, when that Washington football club wins, it's, it's I'm torn because Dan Snyder's happy when that happens. And I, I, I don't want happiness to creep into his life in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and uh, you're kind of that way with the Seahawks. You know, the Steelers are the and you're also a Pete Carroll fan. I know who are a lot of the guys on that team who are fans of. Um, but uh, the, the problem is uh, the 12th man is happy when they win. Yeah, I'm just special about stuff, the playoffs, and the Super Bowl the next thing. It, it, it 
Jesus, we brought it up uh, from 2012 or 14, when we were on the radio with the Ray Rice thing being uh, foremost among them. They're, they were also dealing with the slave gate. They were also carrying a, a, a lot of things like that. And frankly, the take we had on it was the NFL, and specifically Roger Bedell didn't care. We didn't care about the fan. We, we had an open letter to the fan that we read, which was we tried. We need to read that again, frankly. And I think we need to have that. But that was the take is that the NFL doesn't even care. They don't have to, exactly. They don't have to care. And this is exposing them, just like it's exposing a lot of people. When they don't care about this, it's now turning around and biting them in the ass when J.J. Watt and Russell Wilson are trading. Right? You know, it's, it's not Cam or James Winston trading. I also think you know, I saw this, and I think it's interesting that uh, um, Rangers owner Mark Davis um, he came out a few days ago and said that he felt that we're playing, we're playing with fans in the stands and we're, you know, not going to social distance them or anything. And you can see where Davis is moving to a new home. I mean, it is it's the worst possible time for everyone, but for the Raiders particularly, it's a bad time with that move to a new home. But uh, now he is actually completely turned around and said not only did he not believe that it was safe to uh, have fans in the stadium, even, even in lower percentages, but that he wondered whether it was safe to play at all. And I think Situation, um, even coming from the Raiders, which are always a bit of an outlier in, in the NFL, that's very, very surprising to me. It shows me that to the point that we're really having a hard time wrapping our head around, they were just not prepared or they failed to prepare. Well, and I don't, I think it's a, uh, it's a bit of a symptom, in my opinion, and it's uh, contagious. It's not preparing, it's not taking it seriously. Thing. The NFL is very representative of, um, of, of the demographic out there, if you ask me, that hasn't taken the virus seriously and it's going to bite them in the butt. And I think that the reason it's so popular, since Jeff brought this up the other day, that if the NFL was back and sports were back, then there wouldn't be a lot of these issues that have happened in this divide in the country about reopening everyone would be a lot more satisfied with that and not going out there and defying mass mandates and everything else because they have their fix. And that is the entire country. Those people that take the virus seriously and don't take the virus seriously are not the magic of the NFL. It's, it somehow unites the country with clearly divergent points of view who are fans. But I think ownership-wise, it, it really is coming from that point of view and, and, and it's interesting to me because the NFL is the center of everything. It really is. And it's going to be the center of the coronavirus. And it's going to be the center of all the protests out there and the Black Lives Matter and all of the pushback on that as well with, with uh, additional violence happening in these cities and uh, quote unquote mobs taking over certain areas. This, that, and the other. Uh, it's, it's become, you know, 1968. And, and the NFL is right smack dab in the middle of that one. The right smack dab in the middle of the coronavirus, especially, especially if, they, if this turns out to be the case that they really are caught with their pants down, that they really haven't done the due diligence because they didn't think they had to. Yeah. Agreed. Jeff, you want to go 
I I didn't have anything to say, but I do agree that uh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought here. <laughs> No, I, I, I had I had a thought, but I it, it escaped me. I apologize. I need to start taking these, I guess. Did you did you recover? Did you figure it out? That 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 was a weird thing for me because that doesn't happen to me that often. So maybe uh, I'm well. just on the precipice. I'm glad I could join. <laughs> what a what a great time for it to happen too. You know, when I was live streaming. I'm not sure if this guy is it is, I doubt it is, but um, that's a 
there's some like clue that you can deny them given. We were in Adam, we were going to have a sermon, we were going to be sat down after the show, given a series of notes, and uh, I just told us about my game, which, you know, it's, it's about time, that's been coming, that's been coming with the show. But yeah, I mean, 350 is highly impressive, I, you know, it has 10 events, it's not quite as impressive as 50, which is very impressive, but uh, if it's 25, 30, it's pretty solid. I was depressed. 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 I was depress
I haven't seen any of the MLB games, but I will say this. I've been watching a lot of games that have very little crowd, and to be honest with you, it makes very little difference to me. Yes, I've been well, there, I mean, but I, I also I watch them on TV. Okay, so you're looking at like the college, college games on TV and so forth? Uh, no, I've been watching the games that I go to live. They are also live streamed on a, on a particular app. So I watch them from that app and you see there's nobody in the stands. You hear that there's not a whole lot of crowd. You hear like the... You're there. You're there at the game already watching it. You've already watched it and you're That's right. I have a rooting interest. But but I will I will say this. I I feel like 
I don't watch the games to see the crowd. So I think it's going to be very easy for me to look past a lack of a crowd. And by the way, some of the things that bother me the most about baseball in general are the things that happen when the crowd is there. Like when a guy throws over and they boo the guy throwing over <laughs> or or when you're watching an O and two count and somebody behind the plate gets up to go get a drink with an O and two count with two outs left and the base is loaded in a game. I feel like I'm actually going to be better off not having to see the people at the game. I think I think this may be the way that I want to watch sports going forward. <laughs> I don't understand the need to social distance flat objects. They're like what kind of oh they were put it right next to each other. <laughs> what they need to do is throw a green screen back there and put crowds from before in. It's it would be very easy. Yeah. Whatever they do, it'd be great. Joe, Joe, the A's, they won the World Series. They won a really memorable World Series. Major League Baseball games and how annoyed you are by the lack of the crowd. Mark, Mark, it's a big crowd. 
While we're no. name checking every listener, don't forget Matthew Hamill.
They they are they are actually former minor league parks, but they haven't been used as that for a long time. I don't think so. They uh, the the problem I think with minor league parks is that they have uh, they're very open. They're very they're very hard to uh, manage who can come in and come out. From my perspective. Yeah. So, so based on assumption here, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays are probably going to be playing the Tampa Bay Rays a decent amount uh, in their 60-game season. And they have a very good, very manageable minor league park uh, in Tampa. Maybe they should consider that. The Legends Field. Yeah. Well... I don't mean I don't mean the trop though because God forbid more than one team has to play at the trop. But they have they have that Yankees minor league field there that is uh, very good. That would be a great place for them to play baseball. Didn't they end up didn't they end up building the Field of Dreams for real to have a baseball game there? That would be a cool place. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a cool place to play. That's true. Keep them out of the cornfields. That would be that would be a great stadium for them. To, it's got the broadcast infrastructure already. It would be a great place, but there's so much going on at Disney yeah. now. I can't imagine they want to add anything. Games played in the minor league stadiums. I agree with you, Mark. I think if you're going to be in 
If you want to see Canada's heads explode, put them at RFK. Have a second Canadian team bailing and going to D.C. Uh, the, the, the Major League Soccer team plays there, but uh, they're here. So. Thank you. 
State of the state of New Hampshire just tweeted uh, at Mark Ferreira. Just forget about live free or. I'm starting to think that, that Mark didn't necessarily take the virus up there. He may have brought a decent amount of it back because I, I didn't I haven't done the math yet, but it seems like we really spiked when Mark got back. I get a kick out of that because that was my first ever vehicle, the station wagon version of the B210. Was it the station wagon version? That thing was ridiculous. Nice. Ah, oh, you win. You win. Six-time All-Star, 
Conference Bowl in the Atlantic Coast Conference, batted over 350 in postseason. I think it's 104 at bats, actually 106 minutes. Uh, won an MVP and finished in the top five three times. Remember the 30-30 club, surprise mark. 300-plus career home runs were suspended for part of one season. The answer is Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun, of course, in the postseason is an asterisk in MVP season because he just deposited the United season for performance games and drugs. He actually got out of it initially due to technicality because they had handled the, um, the sample the way they should have because I think they dropped it because I dropped it in a drop box as opposed to taking it to an open uh, mail carrier for where it was in or whatever. Um, and I, I think the problem was doing that. I mean, it's a good I mean, it's a good problem. I mean, it's a good I mean, a I for most or over half of the season, they played 65 games, and it was sort of a retroactive suspension. Well, it was retroactive because it had to do with the past of a couple of seasons prior to it. And a lot of people say Matt Kim should be one of the MVP editors. He had a great year, and he finished second in the voting that year, but yeah, it's amazing. And then Braun has continued to play and play pretty well. I, I wonder. I wonder. Did they think maybe that guy dropped it in the post box in front of Jose Canseco's neighborhood or something? How did they think it got the performance enhancing drugs from the post office box? I don't I don't I don't think he was ever taking it to enhance his performance. I think he was one of the guys who was taking it to heal an injury. I think a lot of the problem with the steroid era because I think there was a lot of 
Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, I'm looking right now at uh, uh, players who have been suspended for uh, from the MLB for performance enhancing drugs, and it has not slowed down by any stretch of the imagination. I'm looking here. Manny Ramirez was suspended in 2009. Bartolo Colon in 2012. Also, uh, there was another name here that I uh, Jose Guillen in 2007. I mean. There, there. It's kind. It's kind of just continued to happen. I just don't think there's as much of a. It wasn't everybody at one time getting hit. Melky Cabrera in 2012, right? I I just looked at it. I can't. I I haven't taken my focus factor yet. So. Over 
maybe he needs to maybe he needs to stink it up a little bit in the postseason because all the guys you mentioned have World Series rings. <laughs> Ah, bon, bon, oh yeah, Bonds missed those Giants uh, World Series. That's right. Yeah, right. The curse was broken.
Also, also with the deep dives happening more often, email us at uh, podcastafr at gmail.com with your ideas for deep dives. Yeah, I guess. 